<laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> it's the Booby Birds back at it for what? The sixth episode? Seven. Are we seven We're already? Seven. Holy moly. Seven. Still going, and we've got tons, tons of topics for you guys still. It so many. It doesn't feel like we're this far into it. Like I know. Feels good though. It feels great. It's so natural. It's just like coming over, mm. cracking the wine or the coffee. It's been coffee since it's been midday. Yeah. And we just like <laughs> It's have been our, good. Have our normal conversations, you know? Mm. We're just sitting around chatting and uh, expecting everyone else. To enjoy what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> or at least relate a little bit. Something like that. Something along those lines. Let's see how many can relate to this topic. Oh. Kids. <laughs> Pregnancy. <laughs> life with kids or mm. life without. Yes. <sighs> this know? is good, though, because I don't have any and you do, so now we can... Yeah, so just to uh, give you guys a little bit of a background before we start... Um, Kelly has no kids. I, Megan, have one. So we're going to be talking about the differences between us, parenting, pregnancy, the journeys, the, the freedom. Of, yeah. The freedom. The lack of freedom. <laughs> all those fun topics that come along with having kids or not having kids. Yeah. So, I mean, let's start this episode with you. Like, Let's talk about a typical Saturday for you. What time do you wake up in the morning? Like nine. If you're hungover. Okay, my hangovers are tricky though. So it's normally like 7 a.m. And then I'll fall back asleep at like nine and wake up at noon. And then you're kind of in and out during the day depending on how bad it is. No, once I'm up, I'm up. Yeah. That second time. But like mentally, I am nowhere to be found. Physically, I'm here. Mentally, I don't know. I'm still at the night before. <clears throat> so if you have no errands to run... Right. What's your Saturday look like? Absolutely nothing. You and Cheese Chip, you just chill in the, uh, well, in the bed and... No, I'm, I'm a cleaner. I clean. I do all okay. the laundry. I clean. Okay. All make right. breakfast, make lunch. I mean, that's that's pretty similar to what a typical Saturday looks like for me, but normally I am awoken... By screaming. A monster. In the other room. Typically, he's not bad. He has his his moment where he wakes up slowly. So he just makes his little noises and coos. And I don't hear that because I'm a very deep sleeper. Mm-hmm. And it progresses to a new level. And then a new level. And then a new level to the point where he's screaming and kicking his crib. <laughs> so it sounds like he's literally trying to barrel through the wall. Yeah. And then I'm up. And usually that's about 7 a.m. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh... It's like having, like, I don't, I cannot, I'm miserable when I wake up to an alarm clock. And a child would be an alarm clock that I would want to throw through a window. Yeah. No. Can't do it. No. 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 I, um... I can handle him pretty well, and I've gotten used to it, obviously, over the three years that he's been alive and I've been a parent. So, I mean, I consider myself among one of the lucky parents in the sense that he'll sleep 12 to 13 hours every night, and he does not wake up in the night. So, for me, he's going to bed at 
7 on a regular basis. And normally he'll sleep until 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. So he's a deep sleeper like you are. Deep sleeper. That's good. Like, very, very rarely wakes up. So I'm super happy about that. If I had kids, I think that they would probably follow my sleeping habits. Yeah. Which are fucked. That kid would never sleep. Yeah, I, um... Yeah, that's one thing I can say about having him. I'm fully and 100% blessed with is that he's a good sleeper. I don't have to worry about him waking up in the night. So like, even if I wanted to go out for the night, I could have somebody come over as I'm putting him to bed Mm -hmm. because he self-soothes. There's no bullshit process that I've gone through where I have to like rock him to sleep or bring him in my bed. No, it's rare. No, I always kind of made it a thing that he needs to self-soothe so that I don't have to be in there constantly making sure he's okay. Yeah. I know that he's just going to cry himself to sleep or coo or talk himself to sleep, whatever it is, whatever it is that he's decided is his safe place Uh and his little, I don't know, self-soothing shit that he does. Yeah. And then he's good for the night. Like, I know he's not waking up. It's very rare if he does. Normally... It's because of a nightmare if he's waking up in the right. middle of the night. Which is normal. And that actually wakes me up, which I'm surprised at, because most of the time I'm dead to the world. Is is uh, baguette uh, light or heavy sleeper? Heavy. Heavy, heavy, which is another reason that I've been so um, strict on my son sleeping in his own room, sleeping in his crib, not co-sleeping, which apparently some people like to do. Some people like to co-sleep with their children. I... Which is... Yeah. No. It's not for me. No. And um, as much as children and parents, all of them are different and they're going to take their own different approach, I physically have never understood co-sleeping. Because to me... You're almost setting your kid up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. Like your kid is going to have... So dependent. On you. Yeah. Like what's the need for your child to sleep in your bed? You know, and, and that could be a lack of my own education on it. So if anybody has kids out there that you're co-sleeping with, fill me in. But is that... Is that something that you, you go into this saying, like, I'm going to do this with my my kid? Or is it, like, I don't want to listen to my kids scream. We've just gotten into this yeah. routine. I, and now, I think it's just parents yeah. that don't want to hear their kids scream or, yeah. and cry. But at the end of the day, like, yeah. eventually they will fucking scream and cry themselves to sleep. Let them do their They're thing. They're going to scream and cry and, and eventually, go to bed eventually they'll realize that screaming and crying doesn't get mom and dad into the room, so I'm just going to go to sleep. Well, that's the whole point is like by giving up and co-sleeping with your kid, I feel like you're just you're giving into them. Yeah. Which is breeding this generation that we're seeing. <laughs> yeah. As we mentioned in two podcasts or two episodes ago, um, of pussies, Pussies. essentially, you know, because they're, they're so dependent, they're so reliant. And then the parents are just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yes. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Yeah. You want to co-sleep? We're going to co-sleep because I can't deal with your shit. And the parents and the kids are now going to go into this vicious cycle where it's going to continue throughout life. And yeah. the kids are going to fucking whine and cry and bitch and moan, and they're just going to get what they want. Get their way. We had this conversation, so I'm not going to get too deep into that one. Because I'm not ready to, to, <laughs> to be as passionate right now on that. But, um... Okay. 
Yes. Did you always want kids? No, absolutely not. When I, even up until the point of having my child, I did not want kids. We were very opposite. We were still, well, no. You've switched. I switched. You I never switched. wanted, or no, I, I wanted kids. It's, I wanted like at least two. Yeah. You've switched in the last couple years. Um, but then all my friends started so. having <laughs> kids and I'll, mm, no, I've backpedaled hard on that. I like my freedom. Mm-hmm. I like being able to be a little selfish when I want to be. Yep. I like having a, a routine of my own and not have to worry about somebody else's first. Yep. Um, and I, I, if they're annoying me, I can just walk away. Because they're if not If I'm yours. a parent, I can't walk away and now, now I'm going to get the wooden spoon and end up <laughs> in jail. No, I can't. I like the return policy. So I'll watch your kid. I love kids. I like other people's kids. And I like being able to give them back more. I like... So that's where my head used to be at too. So like I'm I'm a generally selfish person. And I still am. Like I like to spend money. And I like to spend money the way I want. And it's typically on myself. Yeah. And... Actually, I'm going to say that I still do that even though I have a child because, for one, my kid is three years old. So um, Baguette and I have taken on this this style of parenting where our son isn't going to have a $1,000 birthday when he's two, when he's three, even when he's four, five, six. Like, I've seen parents drop money on their fucking kids that are like two. They're not going to remember this. They don't remember shit. And all these parents that go out and spend like two, five, six hundred dollars on gifts or, or toys or whatever for their kids are fucking nuts. I have basically had all hand-me-down toys for, for my son. I've bought them all off marketplace. His birthdays have consisted of decor from the dollar store. Mm-hmm. His toys, Baguette and I ended up just buying him one toy because our grandpa, like the grandparents buy yeah. stuff. Everybody it's else. It's on them to spoil the kids anyways. Like what, yeah. that's what grandparents are for. And even if they, they weren't around, I think Baguette and I would still take on that role of not buying our kid multiple different gifts. Like case in point, this past Easter. So this past Easter, my son had is basically three. So he hasn't done an Easter egg hunt before. He got like little dollar store gifts from his grandmother. Yeah. And like little cheap ass chocolates. That was good enough. He was so excited and so happy just to run around the yard and collect these little eggs that had little numbers in them. And then he got the corresponding numbers with toys from the dollar store. Yeah. That cost next to no money. And then I see parents posting on social media of these fucking kids <laughs> getting multiple baskets. Okay. Full. I'm going to stop you for two seconds. I can't. My mom was a little guilty of being <laughs> that mom. So one Easter, um, how old was I? I don't know. Four, between four and six. Um, I got a bunny. 
for Easter. Like a live like bunny? Like a live bunny. Her name was Jasmine. She was all white. Um, and I, you know, for those of you that don't know me, I do not like sweets. I don't eat mm. chocolate. I can have a bite of chocolate <laughs> and it'll last me a year. I'm good. So she so she over the chocolates and got you an animal. On top of... So, for an Easter egg hunt, I know this is where, <laughs> if you guys could see Megan, her eyes are as wide as this house. <laughs> um, because I didn't eat chocolate, uh, and, you know, as a kid, like, I have to be involved in an Easter egg hunt, too. So, she would use the plastic eggs and put money in them. So, I would do my Easter egg hunt, and majority of them were, like, loonies, and uh-huh. toonies in the eggs, but there was always one with a five, a ten, a, and a twenty, and sometimes a fifty. <laughs> At four, Just my until the uh, Easter egg oh hunt stopped. So fuck. I don't, I don't know at what age she started these. Maybe two, three, whatever. And every time I would go on an Easter egg hunt, I would get the plastic eggs filled with cash. And then at either four, five, or six year old, six years old Easter, I did that, and I got a bunny. Okay. Yeah, and I think actually, I got a dog one year as well, and I'm almost positive that was Easter too. <laughs> but I turned out okay. No, I did. I did. <laughs> no, I'm not a spoiled little bitch. No. I buy I no. do my own spoiling. I don't expect others to spoil me. It's true. It's true. My mom, I think she although she was she was very you know, lenient when I, me and my brother were a kid, mm. were kids, but she, in a respectful way though. She always taught us manners like you can't expect other people are going to do this for you. I am your parent, like I'm your mom and yeah, I think it all really comes down to parenting life lessons. Um, she didn't let the spoiled brat come out in us. She taught us how to be a normal human. Yeah. And this was like a be thankful that you are in this position. Because there's a lot I'm of kids out there to, yeah. that are not. Yeah. So don't take this for granted. Well, I mean, at least she taught you the life lessons around that. I mean, for me, I I personally just don't want to get into that habit of of my son being so spoiled to the point where a birthday or Christmas rolls around and I don't know what to get him because he's gotten to the point where he's like, um, I want a bike, I want yeah. a this, I want a phone, I want a and laptop. And then when they don't laptop. get it, well, and they that's throw the a thing. thing. Like, where do you stop when you keep constantly raising the bar? Where does that end? You know what else is, is hard to watch? Like, as an outsider, I don't have kids. And I see it every year at Christmas time. And it breaks my fucking heart when I see posts like this. I will see one person with like 400, they've got like mm-hmm. one or two kids. There's 400 gifts under the tree. You can't yeah. even see the tree because no. there's so many gifts. And then you look at like the less fortunate and they get like a pair of socks. I know. Social and media is a fucking like, ruiner. That's really hard on kids. It's awful. You, I get it that you have a lot of money and maybe you want to spoil your kids, yeah. but can you spoil them in a different way? Like maybe for their birthday or just like, do we have to advertise the fact that you have money to spend on your children and the less fortunate kids are like, but mom, I know. how come I didn't get a PlayStation? How come I didn't get a yeah. fucking... Phone. Dirt bike. Yeah. I I really hate those photos where people post and there's literally like 
50 gifts under the tree. Yeah. It's like, okay, we You're fucking... not teaching your kids a very good life lesson No. Here. Like, like, good for you. I'm so fucking happy that you can post your fucking materialistic Christmas. Super glad you're teaching your fucking kids what it's all about. But I, this is this is why I'm raising my son to be different. Like, yeah. I don't want him to expect things. Yeah. And I don't want him to think that, oh, just because it's my birthday or just because it's Christmas, I'm going to get an Xbox or yeah. a, a dirt bike or a quad or a new car. Like, these kids are just so fucking expectant these days because of how parents are raising them. They're just, they're just throwing money at kids. And it's like... And then you put them out into the real world. And they like, expect... And these kids, so fucking spoiled, do not... They look down on people that aren't as rich yeah. as their family. Yeah. They don't know how to associate with society. No. They, they have like no... I don't know. These it, kids? It bothers me. It bothers me to see kids and just families in general mm-hmm. that are like that. Yeah. You are no better than me. No. You're still a fucking human and we breathe the same air. Why Why do you have to, like, mm-hmm. show off that you have money and spoil the shit out of your kid who's a little bitch? <laughs> Doesn't fucking deserve and shit. And has no respect for anybody else unless no. they are of the same class. And honestly, I don't these, like it. No. These kids today, they want to fucking... Get everything but work for nothing. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's because they that's, can. Well, that's the fucking society that we're breeding. I hate it. We're breeding a society that can literally fucking <laughs> walk know. up and down their hallway on TikTok and now they're a model. I know. Like, fuck off. Anyways, we're off yeah, topic. Yeah, we're off topic. Um, Anyways. Back on it. Huh. So, I actually had a question for you around your newer decision to not have kids. Okay. Because this, is, this was where my head was at when I finally had... My son. Okay. Um, do you think about when you're older? And I don't mean yes. 40s, 50s. Yes. I mean... Yes, I do. I know where you're going. Yeah. You're 80 years old or 70 years old. Your significant other cheese chip I'm, I'm going I'm to stop you. Okay. Because I get this fucking question mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. What are you going to do when you're older? You need somebody to take care of you. It's not even that. Excuse the fuck out of me. First of all, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Before you go off, because that was not the question. Okay. It's not the taking care. I do want to talk about that. Listen, we're going to talk about it, but I already know that regardless of children, you and I are taken care of because we're going to just... We're with each other. Admit. Admit. Admit ourselves. Admit ourselves (laughs) into an old folks home together. So we're fine. But... But this isn't a reason to have kids. No, no. But where is your head at when you think about what happens if cheese chip passes on? You're living in your house. Yeah. And you have nobody. What's what's the problem? I don't know. I'm I'm asking the question because I think about being older and your friends are starting to pass. Okay. And, and. There is an abundance of fucking animals I would love to bring into my home. I don't need a child to keep me company. So at like 70, 80 years old, you're going to be okay to train your pets. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can't, then I pay somebody to train my pet. That's true. What the fuck? I, listen, I've said this for a really long time. I basically, when I, this is going to be real harsh for a lot of people to hear. And I don't mean it in a, in a mean way. Mm -hmm. (sighs) <clears throat> Even before I made the decision that I don't want kids, mm-hmm. I 
used to say all the time, like if, if there was a child in the middle of the road and there was an animal in the middle of the road, <laughs> which one do you think if I had to pick hit one? I'm sure as shit not hitting that animal, I'll tell you that. <laughs> My whole life, I have loved animals far more than any human. And that's not against the child. Yeah. That is just against human race. I, get I don't it. fucking like you. Yeah. I don't like people. I've never been a people person, which is why a lot of people, like, I don't stay friends with... Well, lots. Yeah. I don't have patience for you. I don't... I, don't, I just don't give a shit. I don't like you. So, animals can... I'm... They don't have a voice. And they they just want love. So, like, at 70 years old, I'm going to pay a person to train my animal. That is going to give me more company than any fucking human or child could. That's I, don't, I don't want... Well, they're not going to be little rugrats by the time you're it 80. It doesn't but... matter. Like, I, I don't even care. Even if they are, like, 20, it's hard to tell somebody to, like... Can you fuck off? I would like to be alone right now. We're a pet. They're not going to say anything. If I want to cuddle, they're going to cuddle. If I don't want to cuddle, I push them off the couch and they're going to sit at my feet. True. I would rather have animals, my house filled with animals, than one human. You know what I mean. At that age. I'm going to be old and decrepit. I don't need You know I'm moving in with you. So. Listen. You you are the only one. (laughs) You are the only one accepted. At that point. All if right, Cheese fine. Chip is dead. If Cheese Chip isn't dead, he's getting fucking out. He, shed. We're oh, gonna, true. We're going to build him in a uh, He can live shed. in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, though. I just, I don't, I don't, that's not a reason to have a kid. It, this is not, this is, this topic gets me going. Because another girl. Sorry. Sorry. I just the attic. Us, I just pictured us like. <laughs> Locking him there? No. Like throwing a plate of dinner at him. <laughs> Through the vent. Here, bitch. Here's your fucking, Here's your dinner. fucking sandwich. <laughs> Don't choke. Homeless piece of shit. <laughs> um, Just no, kidding, Cheese so, Chip. We love you. I, we do. We love uh, you. Um, Carry on. I had a girlfriend of mine say to me, the, she, she has a fairly newborn. I don't know. Six months old. And she said... Kelly, I'm telling you, have kids. Like, you're not going to regret it. Yeah, sometimes you're going to hate your life. Yeah, you're going to want to pull your hair out. But at the end of the day, you're going to have that kid as a grown adult to take care of you later. If this is why our world is popping children, because they're worried about old age, no wonder this fucking society is so corrupt. This is not, that is not a reason to have kids. I don't see it like that. That is fucked. Yeah. I don't think of, of like my son taking care of me when I'm older. It's I not think, why you have kids. No, I think of visiting and like seeing and having my own grandchildren and having that kind of experience and just being surrounded by that kind of of love excites me now that I have my own because as soon as you have your own kid, your life and that kid's life flashes. You're you all of a sudden see their future and you're just like I want to see them go through all these things. I want to see them experience things. I want to be able to to give them the experiences that I've been able to have. So, like, I was super blessed that I was an only child for the most part of my life until I was 14. And my parents divorced when I was very young. And my mother 
had a really good job and she was able to provide a lot of things that most kids wouldn't be able to to have the experience of. So I, instead of gifts, my mom often took me traveling. So I got to experience the world with her. And I think back to the to the experiences that I had with her and how much fun I had. Like a lot of my good memories come from those trips with my mom or come from the trips that I went on with my dad and my stepmom and, and having those kind of experiences. And it's like, as soon as I had my son, I was like, I can't fucking wait to take this kid on trips. And like, because I get off on other people's excitement. So I do. Too. And I don't mean that to sound creepy. Like I, I get. So no, you get joy in watching to, other to people give be happy. other people excitement and to and this little thing that just came out of my body has no fucking idea what's going on. They're just clueless as to what the world has to offer. So it's like now I get to start from the bottom and I get to watch his excitement grow and I get to give him all these things. And then I think about, oh, I can't wait until he brings his first girlfriend or, or boyfriend, whatever, brings his first love interest home. And I get to have that experience that my See, I get no joy in any of this. Thinking I love about all this, this. No, thinking about this actually, like, pains my brain. <laughs> like, like, I, uh, like, there's something about, I don't know, watching it. And maybe it's because you don't have kids. Because I felt the same way. I'm like, you know what? Fuck kids. Like, I don't want kids. I hate kids. I want to be able to go and do and see and fuck around whenever I want to be able to do those things. Yeah. If I want to book a trip with a, with the 24 hour notice. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. As, That's what I have to me. agree with the other one that as soon as you have your child, it switches. I, and I, I was never one for kids, so I can attest to this. My eyes are rolling into the street. <laughs> You, like, you don't understand until you have one. So it's, as soon as he came out of me, my whole life changed. Your whole vision changes. Your whole thought process changes. And it's just like... <laughs> I get it, though. I get it. Because like, I used to feel this way. And then you would again if you had kids. Because I guarantee if you popped out a child, you would go through that same kind of feeling. Because because it's your own. Because you've only ever experienced other people's children. I'm going to stop you. A lot of them are assholes. I get it. Um, here's another big reason why I... Because you don't... Okay. Yeah, I know where you're going. Another reason... Yeah, you do. But I want everybody else to fucking know. <laughs> another reason I don't want children is because... So help me God. If one of them is a boy... And I can't return this thing? I'm out. I mean... No. I fucking hate men <clears throat> that much. There is a 50-50 chance that I will have a boy. And I don't want... I can't. That is way too, far too risky. I'm not a risk taker. I'm, I'm very safe. <laughs> when it comes to a gamble. No. I mean, are you though? Gambling? I don't gamble. No, no. It's taking, too risky. Taking risks. When it comes to a 50-50 shot, I'm going to walk away before I even <laughs> think about putting money down. No. Um, no. I, I don't want... If I was guaranteed to have a, a girl, thousand percent. And I know that 99.99999% of this planet is going to disagree. Because everybody I know that has kids was hoping for boys. And every one of you 
got a boy. <laughs> I know one person who prayed for a girl and got a girl and she couldn't be happier. I would love a little girl. I'd put her in dance classes. I'd put her in cheerlead. Everything that I did as a kid. Put her in little tutus. I mean, you could do that with a boy. It is 2021. I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, that thing is still a boy. <laughs> and hey, and hey. Cheese Chip is the father? Don't. Hey. Nope. Hey, wait a second. It's 2021. Don't assume it's gender. I'm going to assume <laughs> the fucking gender. If I see a wiener, I'm out. I mean, if I, if I, by chance, somehow, some way get pregnant and it's a boy, you better be willing to adopt in that moment of your gonna life. I was going to say there, you there can is take a it. bit of a return policy. You can't okay. just. But I don't want it to go to somebody I don't know though. So you can. Can ad- you eat my ass? I've got enough children to deal with. But you like boys. So you're going to take the fucking kid. <laughs> if we're, if we're going down in this ship together at the end of our lives. You're going to take my boy and I will get visitation because then I can return it when he's out there getting chicks pregnant at 14. I... Nope. I have a... Nope. I have a good system. I don't want to touch stiff socks. I don't want to touch... <clears throat> no. I'm out. Um, I will not be going into my son's room. I can tell you that. I will be making Justin go and pick up his dirty laundry and bring them out. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, he is going to be going in and collecting the yeah. children's laundry and bringing them out. I will not be touching anything in that boy's room. I will not be, um, speaking to my son about any type of hormonal changes that he may be going through. And it will be my husband that can. That's so dangerous. Potty train. I don't give a shit. My, my son is going to turn out like a French fuckhole because of who his dad is. Okay. Uh, you, you uh, listen, you've accepted it. I've you've already accepted terms with it? that Perfect. he is probably going to be a dick. Okay. I love him. That's a step in the right direction. But you've already... he's already a dick. Yeah, I know. And he's three. I know. So, um, and you know what? I'm not taking blame off myself because I'm a super bitch and I've got a temper... That's real do. bad. You both do. Yeah. So um, my my son was doomed from the beginning. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want kids. You have them. Good job. How about, <laughs> well, how about we talk about pregnancy? Is that like another reason you don't want kids? Yeah. Like, does the thought of pregnancy yes. scare you? Uh, I wouldn't say it scares me. I just don't have the financial background to nip and tuck every crevice of my body once that kid comes out. <laughs> I have, I already have stretch marks. I already have cellulite. I'm already drooping in places I d- didn't even think possible. I don't need a kid to fucking push that along. So yeah, pregnancy, also not for me. I don't, I don't need things coming out of holes it shouldn't. Well, like, I don't know what your mom's body looks like, but like my mom, she didn't get any stretch marks. She has no roadmap on her stomach, no flabby skin, no nothing. And when I was pregnant with David, same thing. Okay, but not everybody has those fucking genes. I don't know what my mom, I don't know what she, I've never asked to see a roadmap of my mother. (laughs) Nope. Um, The part of pregnancy that scares, it's not so much the pregnancy. Okay. It is the birthing process. I've heard way too many people talk about shitting in the doctor's face or 
What is it when it when things fall out of you? I beg what, your pardon? People, if they push too hard, it's like their asshole pops out or their vagina will like pop. What? And they have to... How, how have you had a kid and you don't know this? Because nobody fucking explained that to me. It's called something. Um, your vagina like falls out and every, for the rest of your life now, if you like push too hard pooping, it will like plop and you have to like stick it in. Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll push poops all day long. I will not push a child out of that. No. Because I'm not going to risk other organs having to like falling out. How the fuck does an organ fall out of your asshole? I'm not, I got to look it up. Um. Hold on. I'm not, I'm not good with this. Anyways, well. I mean, I can just tell you about my pregnancy or birthing experience, I should say. So for anybody who doesn't know my story, um, I was pregnant with my son and I was originally... Can I, I, I found it. Okay. A prolapse? You've never heard this term? No. The pelvic floor muscles work hard... Uh, da, 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 da. The strain along with the stretching and pushing of childbirth can make your organs shift and sag into the vaginal canal. Which then in turn falls out. It's still attached to you, but it's out the hole now. What organ? I don't know. The pelvic floor muscles work harder. I don't know what organs. I'm just reading. Oh my God. This is like a common thing. It's not that common. No, it's common enough that I've heard this term on multiple occasions. Okay, so out of all the people that you know that have given birth, how many of them have had this? None. Okay. It doesn't matter. Buddy, you know my luck. I will for sure be the one that has a prolapse. Oh my god. Anyways, go on. Continue. Anyways. Fuck. No thanks. Fuck's sakes. I didn't want to know that. Anywho, um, my story wasn't that bad apart from a few little things. So I was, basically went into labor early. I went into labor with my son at seven and a half months. So he was coming. And uh, I had to stay in the hospital for three days. And for three, well, two days, I was in writhing pain. Like, did not get a lick of sleep. There was no sleep to be had because the pain was so bad. And on the morning of me giving birth to my son, I woke up around 5 o'clock in the morning and I went to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom and pure blood was in the toilet and I was terrified. I'm like, mm, that can't be good. At oh, this God. point, my water has not broken. <clears throat> so I'm like, there's something going on. So anyways, I call the nurse in and she's like, <clears throat> um, are you sure that this is a problem? She's like, did you leave the blood in the toilet? I'm like, well, no, I'm going to flush it. I'm not going to fucking leave it in there. She's like, okay, well, like, next time, just leave it. Because people tend to over-exaggerate. I'm like, lady, I am not fucking exaggerating. I am bleeding out. Fucking check me. Jesus. So sure enough, she checks me. She's like, oh, you're 10 centimeters dilated. It's time to go up. I'm like, no shit. I told you there was blood. You fucking cow. (laughs) Get me up there. (laughs) You cow. So anyways, they're wheeling me up to the room. And I am terrified. Like, my, I'm trying to text my mom and my husband and all these people, and my hand is shaking, and I'm, like, I can't see straight because I'm so nervous. Were they all already at the hospital? No. So, None of them? Well, no, because um, I gave birth when I was in Alberta, so the only person that was around at that time was my husband. True. 
So everyone He else, wasn't there though? No, he went home that night. He stayed with me in the hospital and then he said, I need to get home. I need to check on the dog and I need some proper sleep. So he went home five o'clock in the morning. I called him and said, it's time. Fuck. So I was alone going up to the room. So they wheel me into the birthing room and there's literally like a, like a spread of tools. And that got me going even harder. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I literally look like I'm in the scene of fucking hostel and I'm going to get fucking wrecked. So I was super nervous and, um, I was supposed to have a great doctor. Like my OBGYN was supposed to be my doctor at a different hospital, but because of how early I was, I had to get whoever. So this fucking thing of a doctor walked in the room, this massive sumo dumb looking motherfucker walks into the room. His, like, his eyes were so close together on his face that he looked cross-eyed. And, like, they were barely open, of course, because he was Asian. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) But anyways. It looked like he couldn't even see. And his face... Kate, you know when you used to, like, squish your face together? Oh, no. To make a silly face, like a fish? That's what his mouth looked like. So he's like this. And he's looking at me, he's like... So, your water hasn't burst yet? I'm like, obviously not, sir. He's like, okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna have to, uh, pop your water, and, uh, we're gonna go from there. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do that then. (laughs) So, doesn't, doesn't decide to come in. So when you pop your water, there's like a crochet needle, very thin. They go in, hook it, and it bursts. This motherfucking guy decides to come in with his long gangly fingers first. And when I tell you that he went in and was like, (laughs) I don't even know how to explain it. He went in there up my vagina and he's like... Like, I was so upset, and he's just fucking giving her up there, and I'm like, he's trying to break my water with his fingers. He's like, okay, well, that's not gonna work. I'm like, sir, you just fucking speared me with your lizard hands. Like, can you please get the fucking hook? See, this isn't a good time. No. So he finally gets the hook after he decided to completely destroy- The hook. Like, the way- I know. This is- I know. It's actually- Let me just say- they put it in. I didn't even feel the hook go in or do anything because that for word one, alone I know. doesn't belong in a vagina. But anyway, so they stick it up there, they hook it, and then it breaks. Don't ask me what your water is. I don't actually know what it is. Anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know anything about birthing anatomy or anything at all. Um, so anyways, just this gush of water comes out. It's fucking gross. He did it, and I'm like, Bleh! nasty and then as soon as that happened the fucking contractions started coming on and at this point in my birthing process I was far too late for drugs like there was no options for me I was not allowed to have them 
So they said, okay, well, we're just going to give you the gas mask. So they took the hose off the wall, gave it to me, and said, just breathe into this whenever you need to. It does fuck all. It basically makes you feel like you're drunk. Like, you get, like, a, a like a head rush kind of feeling. But do you still feel pain? Oh, yeah. You. So it's pointless. Then. It's fucking pointless. I was chewing on the hose. I wasn't breathing. I was chewing on it. And the, the nurses kept telling me, they're like, honey... You need to breathe into that if that's what you're using it for. I'm like, I am breathing. As the fucking hose comes out, there's no, like, there's no airflow in it anymore because I chewed it so bad. Jesus Christ. Because you're going through contractions when you're trying to breathe into this hose. You can't fucking tell me that you're not going to bite down on it. So I destroyed the hose, essentially. Um, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and it did nothing. So, um... <clears throat> Anyways, uh, thankfully, fucking sumo guy left the room and I ended up getting a female doctor and she was amazing. Thank fuck she was there for the majority. He just came in and he's like, so it's my lunch and I'm done. I'm like, okay, good. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. I don't need you. At this point, my husband's here. Oh my God. Let me, let me paint the scene here. So I'm um, obviously in my dressing gown. And I'm pushing my husband's beside me. <clears throat> and a large fart comes flying out of my asshole as one of the nurses is downwind. And I freaked out. I was <sighs> like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She's like, it's fine. Like, she was totally She's used not- to it. She gets farts blown How in the face all day. How do you not get fucking pink eye? She was in my vagina and... Like, I farted directly into her eyeball. They in probably her mouth. put drops at the beginning of every shift because there has they get to be farted something. on all the time. <laughs> like, just so bad. So, anyways, it was taking a really long time. And because my son was only two pounds, uh, he had no weight or gravity behind him for pushing. So, I ended up. Thank God he was small. Thank God. But, anyways, I had to get up in a gargoyle position. So here's the scene of what I fucking looked like. Because I had been laying in a hospital bed for two days prior, my hair was <laughs> a fucking rat nest on the right side of my head. I had no makeup on. I have a hospital gown on with no bra. One titty is now out. <laughs> just one. <laughs> like, just one titty. It's just hanging out on the left side. Obviously no panties on because right. I'm pushing out a kid. And... I I don't even want to see what my face looked like at any point in that. <laughs> so, um, there was no video. Women right. that video their birthing process, gut on you because there's no fucking way in hell that I would ever want to see that. So, they asked me a couple times. They're like, do you want to hold a mirror? Do you want to see it? I'm like, um, no. No, I don't. I don't Ew. ever want to see that happen. My husband, I told him, I'm like, don't you fucking dare go down there. I'm like, you stand up beside my head. Yeah. He tried to hold my hand. I'm like, don't fucking touch me. I can fucking do this. I can do this on my own. I need you. He was silent. He was silent. Every now and again, he'd give me a little warm circle Aww, on the back. He was trying. Instead, him and the, uh, the young nurses decided to share their drunk stories while I was giving birth on the table. And It's slightly your fault because you told him to fuck off. Well... Yes. I was also <laughs> sharing my, my drunken stories in between my contractions, and then it would stop as I was getting one of those, because the contractions take you out. 
I believe it. Knock you the fuck out. There are the worst things I have ever felt in my life. Like, that was beyond birth for me. That was the worst part for me. Contractions. So, um, eventually, <sighs> here I am, fucking squatting like a gargoyle, Titty pushing out. this kid out. Titty out, hair a mess. And I'm pushing and pushing. And I'm at the point where I'm like, I can't fucking do this. And they're like, don't you say that. They're like getting in my face. They're like, you got this. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) So like eventually I had to reach down there and feel where he was at. I'm like, I need to know where this fucking kid is at. So I reached down and I could literally feel the top of his head, like kind of at the base of my vagina. At that point, it wasn't gross at that point to me that was like, it's fucking go time. So I felt it. I'm like, (laughs) 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 like just fucking giving her so I could feel him coming out. And I was like, oh, fuck, yes, I'm almost done. And the nurses are like, stop, 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 stop. You got to stop. I'm like, why? Why do I have to stop? They're like, you need to lay down. I'm like, okay. And they're like, okay, I'm pushing. I'm like, I'm pushing. I'm like, and then they're like, stop, stop, stop. I'm like, It's because they have to wrap him up and do all these different things to make sure that he doesn't come falling out. Um, eventually, <laughs> he came out. And there he was. I mean, I also pissed all over the table and they decided to give me a catheter after I pissed all over the table. And okay. then they realized that I didn't need the catheter because I literally pissed all over the table. I'm like, why do I need this? Like, well... We just got to make sure your bladder's empty. I'm like, didn't you not see the bucket of piss that just flew out of me? But that's got to be normal, right? Like, you're pushing. You're bound to piss. Which is fine. But they decided to give me a catheter after I Are they supposed to do that before? They should have. There's supposed to be a catheter there while you push the kid? You don't need a catheter. Like, most people don't get catheters. As far as I'm aware. Hmm. Okay. So anyways, there was that fucking joy after I gave birth. They had to fucking suck that out, which came out of my fucking pee hole, which was awesome. And then came the placenta. Oh, for fuck. Here we go. So the worst part of this, because he was so small, so I didn't experience much. I did have a little bit of ripping, but not anything aggressive. Um, The worst part that they don't fucking tell you about is that after you have the baby... They push on your stomach. They take two hands, all their fucking weight, and push. Why? All the liquid. (laughs) All the liquid that's left over, they need to push it out. That was fucking terrible. Don't you, like, birth your placenta? They pulled it out. So you didn't have to put... Because don't women normally have to, like, push. push it out? Yeah, they tell you to push at a certain point, but if you... Well, you probably wouldn't know, but the placenta is attached... To the umbilical cord. Right. So after you cut the umbilical cord, that's like their leverage to start pulling it out. This is so fucking inhumane. The fucking placenta was bigger than my son. Like, do you know people eat that? Placenta pills? They dry their what do you placenta. Mean? They can make no, them. I've, into, I've yeah, literally no, they... seen videos of people like roasting a placenta in the oven they can. with like potatoes and carrots. Excuse the fuck out of me. No. You can, like, buy them. Pardon. What? You can buy other people's placenta. That's fucked. 
You didn't know this either? I knew you could do things with You can your like literally pl- go on Kijiji and look up placenta. Ooh. People are selling their placentas online for others to eat. I don't know if you've seen a placenta fully. <sighs> but it's literally like a massive I know. I've seen liver with the tree of life in it. Ugh. I can't. like i've seen people do like get their placenta made into vitamins well apparently it's super it's amazing for you like it's amazing but if it's that good for you wouldn't you why are they pulling it out because it's not supposed to be there Okay, well, then it's not supposed to be in you at all, regardless of how the I, fuck you're taking it. I don't Pill form know. or food form. I, I, I actually have no idea why why um, people do that. I will not be. No. To say the least. Um, so I think, to me, that was the worst part. The coolest part about my pregnancy, or non-pregnancy, giving birth, is that after they pushed on my stomach and all that stuff came out and I had my son... My stomach went flat. Like, I never got... like You didn't go full term, though. I didn't. So, I don't know what it's like. Um, but as soon as he came out and they like pushed all that a out... Balloon. Yeah. And my stomach was right back to normal. Flat. Like, there was no pregnancy belly that I dealt with afterwards. Shit. Which was kind of nice. Um, and after I gave birth to my son, I laid there and obviously had a few minutes or whatever. And they said, okay, well, you can go back to your room. You're fine. We don't need to do anything else. I went back to my room and I showered, like right away. Like I stood up. Did you rip? A little. <sighs> How'd yeah. that feel? I didn't feel it. You don't feel it. Yeah, but don't you have to? Did you have one of those like squirt bottles? No, I had nothing. Wow, your your birthing process is totally different than any other female I know. Yeah, I didn't have any of that. I um, I was very gentle, obviously, with it. Like I just dabbed it with a cloth and carried on. Like the diapers. I, I diapers. Tell me about your diapers. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to know about the diapers. That was a funny one. So they like threw this um, white granny panty looking thing at me. That was that literally basically came up to my tits, and um, they th- they give you pads. for and inside the diaper thing. Yes, I thought the no. diapers were like they had like a pad no. built in. No. Oh. No. So you're going from, like, chin to the base of your neck all the way around. And pad. and picture it, like, five inches thick. Like, it's a mattress. I had to wear a fucking mat. It looked like I had a dick. Oh, no, you had a mattress folded up. S- seriously, when I wore my leggings, I put my leggings on. But I do have to say <laughs> the fucking underwear that they give you after birth. Comfortable. Are the most fucking comfortable things I have ever worn in my life and I'll never forget like way after I didn't need them I obviously had a ton of them at home because I had to have something to accommodate these mattress pads that I had um did you have to buy them or did the hospital just give you an abundance gave us a bunch um so you still wear them no no but I did try I pulled one out and like put them on and my husband freaked out he said I will never fuck you again if you ever pull those out like put them in the garbage now I'm like but they're so nice needless to say I do not have them anymore since I like my my relationship more than the underwear I suppose yeah um but they are just have another kid and you can have them temporarily great you know great how long do you have to wear the diapers 
As long as you... Well, you don't have to wear them long, like, because it depends on your bleeding. Like, days, weeks? I would probably say days. Like a week. Okay. Like a week. And you tried to push your limits with that one. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> what about sex? How long did you... How long... You have to wait, what? Six, six weeks. weeks. And if you have um, a C-section, it's what? I don't know. Fantastic. Okay. I don't know about C-sections. I don't know. Because it's longer, isn't it? It's like months. I think it. I think it's months. I want to say it's probably like two months or three months, but don't quote me on that. Anyone listening that's had a C-section, fill us in. But um, you're supposed to wait six weeks. Did you? No. <laughs> I know. I made it like... <laughs> Three and a half weeks. <laughs> whatever. If you were if you were normal down there, like whatever. I do have to say though, there was two things that were terrifying after birth. The first one was taking a poo. I was terrified. Why? To take a shit. Why? Because you feel like your insides are gonna come out. So like you think that you just you've had this filling feeling in your belly for a long time. And now it feels totally empty. And not to mention if you've ripped or if if you had a, I don't know, a C-section would be worse. But if you ripped or any sort of things or you have stitches, it's going to be terrifying. That I get. Because yeah. I'd be scared of like ripping <clears throat> the stitches open trying to push a poo. Your... I would make myself get constipated. I, I was constipated. I ended up having to take, like, stool softener. I also asked the hospital, I'm like, can you just give me hemorrhoid cream just in case? Because when you give birth, it Actually, feels yeah. like the kid is coming out of your asshole. So, it yes, your vagina hurts, but your asshole feels worse. That's And fucked. you basically have no gooch for a little while. Excuse me? <laughs> like, what happens to it? It rips? It's so it's either, one long It's hole. either ripped or because your wall has been so pushed that it feels like your gooch is almost non-existent. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, this topic isn't for me. You should have had a guest on here or something. <laughs> so it's not the greatest feeling in the world. Um, so that was terrifying. And then obviously having sex, I was terrified. One, I was terrified because you can't get back on birth control until you have your first period. And obviously you didn't wait long enough to get your first period. Because no. three and a half weeks later is yeah, not. No. So um, that was terrifying because I obviously did not want to have another kid right away. Um, and then I was scared that it just wasn't going to feel good. Or rip. Or rip. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Um, Are you sure you don't want kids? Positive. Was your pregnancy hell? I fucking hate I mean, you didn't go through the full nine months, so. Doesn't matter. And I, I feel like you didn't really have cravings. I remember the f asking no. you, and I, I think you were at work and you sent me a photo of you eating a jar of beets. And I was like, this is the first time. I've seen beets with a pregnant woman. Like, normally it's, like, four Big Macs and a bag of chips. I had no, um, I had no bad cravings when I was pregnant. So, um, I craved fruits like crazy. Like, all I wanted was things like strawberries, watermelon, So, grapes. it was a different form of sugar you craved. Yeah. The healthy so ones. So, I wanted all of that. Like, I could not eat enough fruit. 
in a day. That's fucked. Yeah. So that's what I wanted. And then obviously the beets was another one. Other than that, I really had no craving. I let myself, um, go once when I decided to let myself have a Big Mac one time through I my... think I would live on Big Macs. My mom, not to, no, whatever, whatever, when she was pregnant with me, it was, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner pizza with oh my, my brother. It was, she had Big Macs all the time, minimum once a week. That's, and, and like every other girl that I know who's been pregnant, they get like either weird cravings or just like a lot of food craving. You're the only one that didn't change nope. other than you Just chose one. a healthy route. <laughs> Fruits and beets. Like, <laughs> beets! I can't get over this. I uh, I don't eat beets as a normal human. Like, never I mean, I personally love beets, but uh, yeah, my cravings thankfully weren't bad. Because um, I've seen some people go down a horrible path. I actually, I have a friend who was telling me that um, one of her close friends is only three months pregnant and she's already gained 90 pounds i believe it like put it on i believe she it. went to pound town with food i know a few that have done that and uh <laughs> like, it didn't fuck. look pretty good luck and you. ended up a lot of them developed this um what's that gestational diabetes yeah so that's the that's the risk that comes with eating like that but so i listen i i get it because uh, not because i i'm pregnant or ha- whatever the cravings i get with a period are bad enough yeah. and i cave to those cravings every month i could not imagine having a 9 month straight craving mm-hmm. no break i would be a cow i yeah. would literally be the size of a dodge ram you just <laughs> you just have to hold rolling down the street that the cravings that come along are something decent so like my mom Mine she for sure wouldn't be. she didn't have decent cravings no. she ended up being addicted to salt and vinegar chips and she wanted like the ones from the fucking dollar store where they literally are just the most bitter destroy your mouth cheap ass salt and vinegar chips so she told me that she used to eat them to the point where she would have sores in her mouth i believe it i've seen this before yeah mm-hmm. um my stepmom craved butter tarts she would buy, like, a 12-pack of butter tarts, sit on the couch, and eat the whole damn thing. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, you got it pretty easy. I got it super lucky um, that I, think, I just I got think, fruit. I think if I ever, I would probably just nonstop eat pasta. I can't, like, You'd I You'd be just... surprised. You'd be surprised because it's not normal craving. So, like, you... Oh, maybe I would crave chocolate Things that, yeah, things that you fucking hate, all of a sudden you're like, I want it. I fucking want it. Hmm. Honestly. For sure it'd be chocolate. Yeah, you would get cravings, the weirdest fucking cravings. Like, I've known some people to eat, um, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you okay? I love pickles and I love peanut butter. I feel like that would be phenomenal. Together? Yeah. Give her a try. I will. Let me I'll know. let you know. I, wa- I actually want to know because I'll, I'm know. Not... I'll take a video of me and I'll, I'll post it for everybody to see. I'm going to try pickles and peanut butter. When? Uh, do it this weekend. I'll check and see if I have any pickles here. I'll do it tonight if All we right. have pickles. Yeah, I'm in for that. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird how that happens. So cravings, you can't control. Like, if you crave pasta normally on your period, 
you, you I crave it without a period. Yeah, so you'd probably We're having pa- I'm having pasta for dinner tonight and I can't fucking wait. I've been counting down the minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so Italian. I'm so whoppy. Um okay, speaking of pregnancy. Yeah. Is there a glow? Is this true? Ah, I didn't get fucking shit. <laughs> whoever whoever said that you get a pregnancy glow is a fucking cow. Fuck you. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I have seen some very beautiful pregnant women. I have a a friend on my Facebook. She is the epitome of the most beautiful, gracious looking pregnant woman. She was that one. She was that one that literally wore heels through her entire pregnancy and wore like designer clothes through the whole thing. Then there was me. Slob. That's how I would be. Disgusting. Yeah disgusting. Like, I... Never get out of your sweatpants. Don't bother putting on a bra. Don't wash or brush your hair. No. Fuck your face. No. I didn't do (laughs) fucking shit. I did not wear makeup. I barely put a brush through my hair. I wore track pants to work. Yeah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Try to tell me. Try to tell me I can't wear these fucking track pants here because I will cut your face off. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was disgusting and, like, pretty much my day consisted of work and then coming home and laying with my pregnancy pillow till the end of time. Until I woke up the next day. And then repeat. Yeah. I, I fucking hated... Did this start, like, right from day one? Or was it kind of, like, after instantly. your first trimester? Instantly. Oh, instantly. Instantly, because I, my first trimester was the messiest. Um, that's where you go through all your ups and downs with pregnancy. Um, so... Like, your emotion? Motions, hormones, hormones, all that shit. All those different things. So that's where most of the people, when you're pregnant, you get the nausea. Yeah. The the food aversion. Like, you can't... Yeah. It's a mess. So, like, when I was first pregnant, I couldn't eat meat for the longest time. Like, a good month, I couldn't eat meat. Grossed you out? I couldn't even smell it. So, like, if the guys were cooking something downstairs, I'd have to go up in my room or outside because I couldn't smell it. Like, if they were cooking... fucking ground beef done Hmm. done I could not eat meat and um sex was not an option I did it because yeah I had a wifely duty to try and keep things going um wifely duty I have to tell you that there was a few times that I almost bit baguette stick off because I was so angry and just wanted no part of it no so I was like sitting on the floor one day like doing my makeup Oh, I remember this. And he came up to me and, like, obviously whipped it out and put it in my face. And, um, (laughs) the way that I looked at it... (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Would be... I don't even know how to explain it. Would be the way that somebody smelling a fart would look. Like, a nasty fart. Like, I was fully disgusted by this man. The whole being of him, I hated. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Of course I did it. Um, of course I did it. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a whore. So um, I did it, and I hated every minute of it. And, like, sex, I had to, like, flip over. Like, I had to face something other than him so that he wouldn't see my, my misery. Oh, so he didn't actually know that He had you... no idea that I physically hated him well, for three months. He does now. He doesn't listen. Okay. Which I'm kind of happy about. True. Neither does mine. No. So, um, 
I, yeah, I, I solidly hated that man for three months and like sex, I wanted nothing to do with second trimester. I couldn't get enough. A lot of, uh, I think most, if not all women are like that. Yep. Could not get enough. Um, I got it all back, but that was the, the first trimester was the worst. Um, and honestly for people that say that they love being pregnant, also go fuck yourself. Also go fuck yourself because pregnancy fucking sucks. So like you think about getting pregnant, you're like, oh great, I'm not gonna get a period for my for nine months. Oh bitch. But you know what is gonna increase? Your fucking discharge. That's coming out twofold. Ew. You're flowing for the full nine months. Ew. Yeah, it's totally fucked. And it it doubles in amount. So Fuck. that's a great time. Okay. Not to mention you go through that weird phase where you just look fat and you don't yeah. look pregnant. Your belly isn't hard and round. It's just pudgy. Yeah. And you've started putting on a little bit of weight depending on what you're craving. So you just look like a fat ass. Um, <laughs> and then you're in that weird phase between do I wear maternity clothes or can I still get away with my clothes? Which is also terrible. Yeah, that, that would be a harsh reality. Like if The you, second you yeah. do the crossover yeah. into maternity, you're like, there it is. I am officially a fucking cow. Yeah. At least when you're pregnant, pregnant, to the point where people can know. I know, but still. Just own it. And that was something I didn't do, was I constantly tried to hide it. I never owned up to my pregnancy to the point where I just didn't want people to see my belly. So I constantly tried to hide it, but it just made me look fat. Tur. Fatter. It just made me look fat. Fatter. <laughs> like, it's, it's shitty. What happened to your boobs? Um, they actually stayed the same. So, I've got Like, some... before, during, and after? Yes. Everything is yeah. the same. Yeah. They don't hit belt buckle no. now? No. No. Because I never actually got the chance to breastfeed. Mm. So, um... I did have to pump for a while because my kid was in the hospital for two months. Um, and the way that the people at the hospital dealt with breastfeeding put me off of breastfeeding. Why? What happened? Well, because breastfeeding is like, to me, it's an intimate moment between you and this child. Right. And at this point, when I got to the point of being able to breastfeed because he had to be on a tube for a long time. Um, I had already been pumping, so I got used to doing that. And then coming in, being in the hospital doing this, they have breastfeeding consultants that are walking around checking in to see if you're okay, which for some people that's great. But for me, I closed the curtain because I'm like, I purposely don't need your help. I don't want your help. I'm going to figure this out on my own as most mothers do. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like would, I would have done the same. I I would take my f- boob out to give her a go, and then this breast lady comes along, and she's got her fucking nose over the curtain, and she's like hanging over, and she's looking at me, and she doesn't even say anything. She's just staring at me over the curtain, and I'm like, "Hello," and she's like, "Oh, don't mind me. I'm just checking in. Do you need help?" And I'm like, "No, I don't need help." She's like, "Well, let me come in and 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 just help you out. It looks like you're struggling." I'm like. I'm not fucking struggling. I'm just getting him in position and fucking trying to get my nipple in his mouth. Well, 
these fucking bitches come in. I'm sorry if you're a breast fucking feeding consultant. It's a terrible job. But anyways, she comes in and she's like, well, let me see your titties. Jesus. Pardon me. She's like, I need to see both. I'm like, what? Why? She's like, I need to see what I'm working with. I need to see what kind of nipples you have. And I'm like, oh my God. So of course, like I, I have to lift my shirt up. So both my titties are just out. And I've never met this person before. And she's now examining my, my nipples. And when I say examining, she's touching them and pulling them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I specifically remember one of them grabbing my nipple and putting it in my son's mouth. Like, full on so just aggressive. grab my titty. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Are you going to buy me coffee first or something before you just come along and start yanking all my titties? And they, they sit there and they're like, yeah, you, you've got a good, good set of, uh, of nipples for breastfeeding. You should have no problem. And it's like, what? Get away from me. Can I just... Can, can I just try this on my can own? You just fuck off. So anyways, needless to say, it completely put me off breastfeeding and um, my supply stopped after two months anyway. So I ended So boobs up... are the same. Yeah. So pumping didn't really change. Uh, it didn't increase. There was one point at, um, that I was considering donating because I was producing so much. Oh, and then after two months, just stopped. stopped. So then I went to formula. So, um, and to all of you fucking cows out there that are going to try and come at me for giving formula to my child, eat shit. I don't need your unwarranted parent advice. Yeah. At all. Everybody's just a cow on this episode, eh? <laughs> I think you've called everybody a cow. I, I love it. I could say cunt. I, okay. Let's do it. Don't be cunty. Don't be cunty. Um... Like, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about advice that the unwarranted parent. Yeah. Just, and let's, let's talk about the difference between like advice from people that have children, Mm -hmm. um, and advice from people that don't, because already if you don't have kids, you shouldn't even have, you can have an opinion, but do not try to tell a mother or father how to be a parent. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it time and time again where you don't have kids. You want kids. You're not there yet. And you're going to watch other parents, whether it be at like a grocery store or a house mm-hmm. or wherever the fuck you are, mm-hmm. you're going to see a parenting style yep. and say, when I have kids, I'm not, I'm going to do everything opposite. And then you pop out the kid and you look exactly the same, but it's okay that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Cause now the next person that's yeah. coming along and saying, you're doing this wrong. You're, I would never do it this way when I, you're, yeah. you're going to look at them now and be like, fuck you have a kid and tell me, yep. you hypocrite. Yeah. Because three years ago, before you had a kid, you were that person. I just think that anybody that doesn't have a kid, regardless if you want them mm-hmm. or not, mm-hmm. you're allowed to have an opinion, but do not verbalize it to that parent. Absolutely agree. Shut the fuck up, yep. you cunty person. Absolutely agree. So you bring up a good point of, of someone that doesn't have kids saying, when I'm a parent, I would never do that, and then having kids, and they end up doing it. Mm-hmm. So I think unwarranted parent advice from anyone who's not a fucking parent can go blow yeah. me. Have your opinions, because but keep you it don't behind know the door. Shit. You don't know shit about what it's like to have kids to the point where, like, for me, for example, um, I always used to be very judgmental of 
parents that I would see give their kids yes. their phone yeah. or their tablet or whatever. I now do that sometimes because that is a guaranteed moment of pure bliss and peace for me yeah. when my kid is being a fucking asshole and won't sit down or stop. Yeah. If he's having a tantrum or if he's fucking running around and being a little shit, I know that if I give that to him just for 20 minutes, it's 20 minutes, 20 minutes, minutes of, peace of for you. fucking peace. So now being a parent and experiencing that, I get it. Mm-hmm. I fucking get it. But here's the other thing. The reason I also am okay doing it is because Monday to Friday, my son is in daycare 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah, he's being stimulated he's elsewhere. He's being stimula- stimulated all day for the most... And then when he gets home, it's basically we go play outside, we play inside, we play with our toys, we read some books, we have some dinner, then it's bath time, and then those like winding down minutes of a half an hour is where he would get the phone or we put something on like Paw Patrol. Yeah. And he's silent and he's sitting and it's like, think, fuck. It, I think it'd be a lot different... Um, because I, I'm sure that this goes for a lot of people who don't have their children in some sort of daycare. Yeah. So I know quite a few. These children are not in daycare. And this second they walk in a door, they got to have an iPad. They got to have a laptop. They got to have oh, a, yeah. some sort of phone. And if they don't, holy fuck, look out because they're coming at you and they're going to come at you with whatever's in the in front of them. Oh, yeah. If that means I got to pick up a shoe and throw it at mom, mm-hmm. it's coming. Yeah. Because they have no other fucking form of stimulation throughout that that's the day. That's what they're looking for. This is all they have because mom and dad have just, oh no, my phone died. Okay, dad, give give the phone. Get hur- Hurry up. He's going to burn the house down. <laughs> like... I see it eh. firsthand uh-huh. with quite a few children. Yeah. In yeah. and around my life. And it's I'm I'm grossed out at the behavior that they're allowing the child to go through that. But on yeah. top of that, I'm actually embarrassed. Yeah. For the whole situation. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. It is it's I, I get it. I get it. They they See, it's this as, day and age. We're in 2021. Technology is a thing. If you don't start them on technology at some point, they might be judged once they start school because they're not going to have a clue. But but six hours a day is too much for a fucking yeah, child. That's what I was going to say. As a parent, um, I am going to judge that because, I, you know what? They, to me, there's no excuse for your kid to be on that at that age that long. Mm-hmm. Stimulate your children. And the I think for like being, every year you are, it should be a half an hour. You know what I, I mean? Like if you're if you're six, three hours is your fucking max. I wouldn't even have three hours at six. At six, I'm, I would put an hour. I know, but I'm just saying, like if if these if you're go, if you've given in, okay, mm-hmm. your max, not minimum, your maximum would be like three hours, and that's too much. Your maximum should be three hours on a normal basis, yeah. at, on a, at a normal age, let alone a child. I However, know, but for those that are, are not... That's exactly what it is, though. It's giving up. It's the fact that you literally don't want to fucking deal with this kid that you've birthed. They didn't fucking ask to be born. They didn't ask for this. Be a fucking parent. It's, they they can't a, parent themselves. It's up to you to be the parent. Be a fucking parent. And Don't just hand your kids a fucking tablet. Lazy. Yep. You're and fucking lazy. Yep. It pisses me off. It, you wanted yeah. the kid. It's, you yep. knew this day and age 
the technology was a thing. Yep. You need to have patience. You <laughs> cannot be no. lazy. No. Nope. You can't just give up. And this goes back to when we were talking about uh, letting the, oh, just giving up and, oh, I don't want to hear my kid cry. You're being an asshole. Let the kid cry. Let him cry. He's Let fine. Let the fucking, he's not good. He's, he's okay. She's okay. Yep. Let the kid cry. You don't have to run they're, to their aid every three minutes. They're doing it for fucking attention, and that's the whole thing. You chose this life. You wanted the kid. Be don't be fucking lazy. A parent. End of story. Be a fucking parent. Jesus. The kids did not ask to be born into this world. Yeah. And you're just you're, you're just sitting them in front of a fucking screen and and taking all the fucking responsibility off yourself. Yep. That pisses me off. Um. So, no, I do not agree with that. That is one thing I will still judge as a parent. Um, and parents, I'm judging it behind closed doors, not well, as a parent. I'm still judging it. it's fucked. I'm still judging it because it's fucking ridiculous and there's no reason for it. Take your fucking kid outside. You know what? Something that um, does bother me. When people, like, okay, let's say you're in public. Let's, you're at the grocery store. You're at the mall or whatever. And a kid is throwing a tantrum. And people are so quick to be like... That mom is shitty because that kid is crying or that kid is screaming. Yeah, well, you know what? You're, you're seeing this situation mm -hmm. at like 3 p.m. You yep. have no idea what that mother or father has been dealing with since 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. So don't judge mm -hmm. that that's a bad parenting skill no. when you don't fucking know what has led up to this point. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I hate when I see people, shut that fucking kid up. Oh, yeah. I've been guilty of that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm also not, like, judging that parenting skill. I'm just saying, like, Jesus Christ, your kid is really annoying. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, God, I can only imagine how you feel because mm -hmm. you've probably listened to this annoying child. For hours. For three years. Well, that too. But, like, that day, it's been hours. I can tell yeah, you that. like... I don't end that's a situation I do not envy any any parent. I've seen mm -hmm. a lot of mothers break down at a register because the kid is throwing a tantrum and has been for hours. Oh yeah. And they're just like I've I've I can't had yelling you anymore cuz you don't listen. Yeah. I've had many breakdowns in the 3 years that I've had my kid to the point where I oftentimes now what I do is I'll put him in his crib, I'll shut the door, I'll go in my room, shut the door, and just put my headphones in for five minutes and just listen to something peaceful yeah. because there's been times where I've just, I've, I've had a mental break where I start yelling and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going down this fucking path. I need to de-stress, calm down, step away for a minute myself. And that's when I go yeah, into my room. Yeah, because yelling doesn't solve anything. No. And, and now you're, you're showing your child that level of anger and reaction so yeah. in turn, that's going to make your kids think that that's okay to react like that. Yeah. So that's kind of my take on, on how to handle kids when they're having that tantrum is just separate for a minute. Just, just walk away, put them in a safe place, usually the crib or whatever. At this point, I'm at the point where I can put my son in the corner and he won't move. He'll stand yeah, and face the corner and then I can just step back for a minute and regroup. Um, so... Parenting advice from parents. Yeah. That's hard. Um, because obviously people like my mother or my mother-in-law try to give me parenting advice. And it's like, okay, yes, you've had kids. And yes, you've raised decent kids. And I think it really depends on the advice. So like someone like my mom is a bit of a worrywart. Yeah. In her old age. 
So um, she'll tell me to do things with my son that cause no danger, basically. Mm -hmm. And that's just her fear. So it's like, I'm going to let him do these things because if he hurts himself, that's how he'll learn. Right. If he falls down and scrapes his knee on the concrete, well, he's going to learn. This shit builds character. you got to yeah. let them... I, I, I want him to have scrapes and cuts and bruises and all these different things because that's just... That's going to build Being him part up. part of a kid. He's not going to grow up to be a little bitch where he cries because he fucking got a paper cut. Yeah. You know? So it's like things like that. I think it's very picky and choosy from people that have kids. And it really depends on how they approach the situation. So if they're coming at me in a judgmental way to say, oh my God, I would never raise my kid like that. You should do this. Well, I'm going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you say, oh, you know what? I have some really, I have a really great tip for you to get your kid to eat. I fucking want that. Give that to yeah. me. Give me your tips and tricks and all these different things that you're doing. But don't tell me I'm a bad mom but because your style me, is different. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. me how to raise my kid because your kid is different. Yeah. Because each kid is going to have their own different personality and you're going to have to handle Regardless of them. parenting, Absolutely. a child eventually develops their own personality. They're born yeah. premeditated with a yeah. certain personality. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to uh, No. It doesn't matter about the parenting. The child is going to be the way it is. No. Sometimes timeouts work for some kids, others it doesn't. So don't tell me to put my kid on a timeout because I know how he reacts. Yeah. So it's it's all that kind of yeah. stuff that I would say. Give me your tips and tricks, I'll try it. Don't tell me I'm a bad mom because I'm doing something this way. Because I'm doing it differently. Right. Yeah. So. Speaking of tantrums. Mm-hmm. How is it uh, listening to a tantrum during a hangover? Oh. How has your life my. changed in the aspect of <laughs> an, of drinking mm. and a kid? Um, Good days, drinking, bad days. I want to... Drinking has not changed for me. Um, I still have my glasses of wine slash bottle when I want to. Um, however, it's certainly a different level now. So, like, after I gave birth it's cautious to... now. No? Not no. caught. You're not cautious. No, kind of. Okay. Um, but, like, it, it's less. Okay. Less time. Like, less... It, I don't do it as often as I used to, whereas I used to do it every weekend. Now it's, like, yeah. once a month. Yeah. I'll let, let loose. Um, but I remember the first time I had David home... And we had a party at the house, and I got destroyed, <laughs> destroyed to the point where I went to bed at 3 a.m., and this is when my son was still very young, and he woke up at 5. Oh. So you were still drunk. <gasps> you woke up still drunk. I was disgusting. I heard him crying, and I, like, stumbled into his room Again, for all you fucking Karens out there, fuck off. Don't judge me. (laughs) I don't need to hear your fucking bullshit if you comment on this. But yeah, I stumbled into his room and I did what I had to do. I I was a parent. Got him dressed. Got him fed. You are definitely not the only one. I'll tell you right now. I know lots of people. Oh, yeah. So again, like I had to take on my parent responsibility. Did I fucking hate every minute of my life? For sure. Absolutely. It was fucking awful. But... At this point in my life, I've now done it quite a bit. Um, You know what to expect. I know a limit that I reach. So now when I drink with people or I'm at a party, especially at my own house, I'm a bit of a Houdini. 
So if we're having a big party, not that it's happening right now because of COVID, but if we're having a big party, I do this thing where I'll tell the group of people that I'm with, oh, I'm just going to the bathroom and I'll go to bed. And often because I have asshole friends, they come and drag me out of my Uh. bed. So I've actually started like making a makeshift bed in my son's room when I have parties so that when I say that I'm going to the bathroom and then people come looking for me, I'm actually not in my room. Ah, you're in his. I'm sleeping on the floor beside his crib. Well, you just gave away your secret, so no more parties. <clears throat> people yeah, are on you now. But here's the thing. Who's coming in there? Now that they know, people yeah. don't give a shit that your kid is sleeping. Uh, oh, drunk people don't true. care about true. boundaries. That's true. Now they know your secret. <laughs> well, I'm going to find a new spot, so. I've I've pulled many different I'm gonna spots. I'm going to find you in the trunk of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally slept in a closet. Like, I've, I escape now and I sneak off and hope that people don't notice I'm gone until it's too late. I've done that on multiple occasions now because I'll see like midnight, one o'clock. I'm like, it's bedtime. I need to go to bed because I know my kid's getting up at seven. So as opposed to where I would go until four or five in the morning. Yeah. That never happens. If I'm, if I see midnight, I'm out. You panic. I'm out. I'm like, fuck, tomorrow's going to be bad. So it's, it's midnight, one o'clock. And here's, that's a huge difference. From mm-hmm. my lifestyle. Yeah. I cannot. Like a Friday night or a Saturday night, I fully intend on seeing 3 a.m. Uh-uh. Not every weekend, Mm-mm. but like if it happens, it happens and I have no problem. And Well, because you can sleep until 11 if you wanted but to. But even if I don't, I still know I have responsibility the next day. I still have to get up and clean and do laundry. and You don't have to, though. That's the thing. You don't have to I don't to have do to, but my OCD in me... I, do you know how many times I've woken up at 8 a.m. being so hungover and I'm like, I really don't fucking want to do it today, but I do. It's kind of like I, like, I, I don't Here's, know. I just, I have to I do it regardless that. of how I feel. I get that. There's been times I've done laundry and wanted to barf in the washing machine as I'm bending over to pick things <laughs> out of it. But I, I do it. Here's the thing. Here's, here's the difference. If you're deathly ill with pneumonia. Right. Okay. You're probably not doing those things, right? Like you, you, you probably are not doing those things the because part, you're deathly ill. Yeah. With the kid. Yeah, there's no. There option. is no illness. <laughs> there is no fucking sickness. You're not sick. You're fine. Pull your ass up out of bed because that kid's literally yeah, gonna starve. Yeah. See, no, I'm out. Yeah. You, you. That's that's the difference. Is you physically like yes, you're OCD and you have to do those things. But if you don't do those things, it'll be fine. no one's being affected. Whereas like if I have a hangover or I'm deathly ill, yeah, that thing in the bedroom beside me isn't going to do okay <laughs> in the crib for 18 hours. True. So it's like you got to pick your ass up, pump yourself full of drugs, get on with your day. So I do have to say now... Does your husband help you at all? No. Or is it just up no. to you to be... Fuck no. If he drinks the okay. night before, he is allowed himself to have the hangover and I have to take care okay, of Okay, so what myself. if you go out, he's he's home the night before, he's not drinking, he doesn't have a hangover, you go out, you get fucked up, you have a hangover, will he step up the next day? Or is it still on you? If I ask him. Oh, he... 
I have to ask. He won't take that initiative. No. no. Even if the night before you're like, listen. No. I'm going out. Tomorrow's going to be rough. No. You got to literally tell yeah. him mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. up. I have to tell him on a good day, can you go take our son for a bath or put him to bed? And he's like, oh, you're not doing that? I'm like, you're... no. Men. They're... They Majority omit, are the same. They omit a lot of responsibility when it comes to kids, and he is no different. Um, he's because gotten better. Men want the kid to be old enough to be able to walk and talk and play yeah. a sport with yeah. them up until that point. Yeah, they want nothing to do with them. I, honestly, I um, if, if Baguette could have had our son from five onward, I wouldn't even be existent in my son's life. True. He wouldn't even know who I am because Baguette would have taken him on and just gone with it. Like, I'd never see him. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. Babies. Babies and baguette don't mix. So, that's fun. <laughs> it was a good. Uh, it's and how many good, how many children does he want? Like, 15. So, I've baguette cap- and babies 15 times. I've capped it at two. Okay. I, I'm literally, after my second child, I'm tying things up. Like, there is no fucking around. I am not messing around. He's getting snipped. Like, we're done. No kids. Both of you are going to get done. tied. Because if I, if I ever run the risk of getting pregnant again, if I have a third child, I'm out. I'm out. I'm putting myself up for adoption. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can come live with me. Like, I'm come, done. I'm removing myself. Come join me in my child-free life. From my life, and I am going somewhere else. Come live the child-free life with me. I'm going to get someone in Portugal to adopt me. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, no, he wants a whole hockey line of kids, um, but he wants none of the responsibility of taking care of them. Until they're, like, seven. Until they're hockey playing age. Doesn't sound great. (laughs) Um, I think most women would probably be in the same boat. I think most women are. So, uh, that's another thing, is, like, if you're looking at having kids, you really need to look at your partner. You have to look at your entire situation. Huge. The like, person you're with, your financial state, your your career, your if are you selfish even in a, a slightest well, way? Well, I can I can say that honestly, there's no there's no preparedness that can happen for having a child. For one, you have right. no idea what's coming. Financial preparedness, um, you make it work. I I have to say that like having. My kid. You have no choice. Of course you, you have, have to make no it work. choice. But like, let me put it to you this way. So before we had our son, we were capped. Like, there was hardly any extra money that was coming in. Now we've had our son. Fast forward 12 months later, it's daycare time. Oh my God. I now have to come up with an extra $1,200 to pay for daycare, which I did no problem. And was still living the same lifestyle I was living before. Still buying my face care stuff. Still buying alcohol. Still buying myself new clothes. Plus things for the baby. Plus this extra $1,200 that I had. Just lying around somewhere in my fucking bank account. Yeah. You have... It's almost like because you're single and... Well, not single. Because you're kid free. And you have all these different things. You're going to spend your money the way that you're used to spending it without kids. So you're going to spend it on extra things. You're going to go on Amazon and say, oh, you know, I really could use a clothing steamer. (laughs) (laughs) So 
fucking ridiculous that you just don't need. But you're but gonna, gonna find a reason to But you're it. gonna buy it because you have that money laying around. So all of a sudden, you've now got this kid. So as opposed to buying the stupid shit, like the clothing steamer, you're now spending it on your child. And you, you almost have money that you didn't know was even there. Yeah. So you, you make it work. I can honestly say there's no way that you're ever going to be financially, mentally stable, prepared, emotionally stable. Nothing you have or do ever is going to make you ready for what's coming out of you. Never. Yeah. No, I'm no, no, you do you. I'll do me. I'll watch from the outside and I will return. Listen, I love your kid. Mm. I don't get, he, my little godson, he's the fucking cutest thing in the entire planet. I love him so much. And I, I do really like kids. I'm really, really, I will, I'll be the first one to say I'm actually really good with kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the idea it. of keeping it, like, I, it. I okay, I, whoa, shouldn't have said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean it that way. I don't, I, I take that back. The idea of like not having a child yeah. full time. Yeah, I get like, it. Like I just can't. The no. commitment. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard enough for me to commit commit to like one brand of wine. Never mind <laughs> committing to like how many fucking like eternity to this kit. No, I no. Like I look at me. And, <laughs> My age, my poor mom, the fact that she is still breathing <laughs> amazes me. Like, I uh, look, look at me and cheese chip. I'm going to be 30 this year. He's going to be 33 in less than a month. We haven't moved out yet. I mean, you're there. You're there I, now. Uh, what if we weren't? Yeah, but you are. To this point. I know. His parent, his mom and his father were... What's the matter? There's a hair on my can and I'm grossed out. Carry on. Um, gross. <laughs> that, that, they, okay, I can't now because I'm watching you gag and. You can, carry on. They... Are you done? Yes. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's just a long fucking commitment and I, I, I can't. It's a life sentence. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm out. Yep. I like, I just, I'm going to say it again. I like the return policy. I love other people's children. I'm good with them. You can keep them. I'll take it for a couple hours. You know what? I wanted to fucking be the cool aunt too. And here I am. I'm the cool aunt. Like I, that's literally Listen, what I you have other myself. people, you can be an aunt to their children, but you're not going to be an aunt to, you can be an aunt to my dogs and my cats and my pigs and my rabbits. <sighs> Fine. Get all Fine. Okay. All right. Well, fuck you. Okay. But, uh, what? What? I think our next topic. Yeah. Have we, I don't think we've done this. Our next topic is going to be marriage. Oh, fuck yeah. We're getting the fuck into this. All right. Cause. So, uh, next time you guys hang on for the marriage episode. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. (laughs) We want to hear those comments. Yeah. Comment on this one. Let's hear, uh. From my pregnant people, non-pregnant people, baby people, non-baby people. Yeah. What do you think? Do you want kids after hearing some of my experience or are you going to be the cool aunt and uncle or Uncle Boozy Breath and... Yeah. 
do you uh if if you're driving down the street and there's an animal or a kid, which one you hit? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you saving? Because that'll tell us everything we need to know. Uh, yeah. All right. We want to hear your feedback. If you have kids, let us know what's your parenting uh, advice. Give me some tips too. Yeah. As a parent, I would if, love to hear those tips. If you're not a parent, which what what's your life look like? Give me a daily routine. Are you happy that you don't have kids? Do you want kids? I miss the naps. How much do you drink? Tell me how much. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm a parent and I still drink a lot, but I miss the naps and I miss being able to just lay. Anyways. Anyways. Give us those tips. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.